Good morning. Uh, this is Steve Van Cura. Uh, this is Bread of Life Bible Study. Uh, you might want to check out our website, breadoflifebiblestudy.org. There are many video teachings there and uh, connection with a, uh, an email in case you want to send in some questions or make comments, something like that. Um, I'm going to speak on this topic, God's Word is a Seed. God's Word is a Seed. Um, there are interpretation principles uh, helpful in Scripture in understanding the Bible. There are very uh, basic principles that are used literally throughout the entire Bible uh, in various ways. And, and once we get a few of these basic principles, it's much, much easier, easier to understand Scripture. Um, and so, but the this seed concept is extremely important and found all throughout Scripture. So I'm going to first open with a prayer. Father God, just ask you to open up the Word of God by the Spirit of God in us, Lord. Uh, the Word is given by inspiration of God as holy men of old uh, were moved by the Holy Spirit and wrote down these Scriptures, Lord. And just as, as you gave the Word by your Spirit, uh, we cannot understand it except by the Spirit of God, Lord. So open our hearts and our minds to perceive and understand, to plant the seed in our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so God's Word is a seed. Now we find the seed concept uh, even in the very beginning of the Bible. The Bible says as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest will endure. Uh, it also made a statement that there Every seed bears after its kind. Throughout Scripture, we find out there's good seed and bad seed. Uh, we know that there may be a fruitful tree that's good for you, uh, but then uh, thorns and thistles also come from seeds. Um, and this also, this concept of, uh, is found throughout Scripture. Uh, a seed multiplies itself. Okay? For example, you can count the number of seeds in an apple, but you cannot possibly count the number of apples in a seed. It's literally infinite because as the seed bears after its kind, it multiplies and multiplies. This also is not only a principle of the seed in the natural realm, but also true of spiritual seeds. Um, now, seeds are words, basically. Uh, God's word is a seed, but so also the devil's words are seeds. All right, this is so important to understand. Uh, in Scripture, in Genesis chapter 3, after Adam and Eve disobeyed God and partook of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, uh, and I like to call it the tree of death, uh, God had said uh, in these two particular trees, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil, he said you can eat of the tree of life all you want. But uh, do not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, because when you do, or if you do, you will surely die. And so they ate of that tree of knowledge of good and evil, and sure enough, they suddenly were naked and afraid, running from God, hiding from God, and feeling condemnation. And uh, sin, at that time, entered the human race. Uh, when God judged the woman, uh, he judged Adam and he judged the serpent. He made a statement. 
uh, he said the seed, of, he was speaking to the serpent, and he said the seed of this woman over here is going to crush your head, and I will place enmity between your seed and her seed. All right, right there we get two kinds of seed. There's the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. And we're going to find out that the entire Bible is about seeds and ultimately about the good seed and the bad seed. Uh, the bad seed representing the seed of the serpent, which is evil, uh, and the seed of the woman, which points to Christ going to come in the future, which is going to be the source of life and regeneration of the earth and the salvation of mankind. All right, so let's talk about seeds for a moment. Uh, Jesus typically taught in parables. A parable is basically a little story, uh, the meaning of which is not obvious on the surface. Uh, but there are hidden meanings, basically uh, by innuendo uh, within the story. And sometimes that the, the meaning in the parable can only be discerned by the giver of the parable. All right. So when Jesus taught with parables, the disciples asked him, why do you always teach in parables? And he said, it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Uh, but to these on the outside, and he turns around and he points to the Pharisees, it is not given. So in other words, these parables will have meaning and can be known and understood by uh, disciples of Christ, but those who are not disciples of Christ, it'll be uh, a mystery. They can't understand it, okay? Uh, but each time Jesus taught a parable, the disciples didn't automatically know what it meant. All the time they would say, teach us this parable or explain the meaning of this parable, okay? So when we read scripture, basically I'm going to say all scripture, all scripture is a parable, everything. Uh, God hides all kinds of just jewels uh, throughout Scripture. There is a Scripture uh, in the Bible that says, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of kings to search them out. And the Bible is just a mystery book. It's a mystery book. But as we read it, and we, the Holy Spirit in us uh, begins to open up the Word, and we begin to see things you can't see with the natural mind. You can, we can only understand or see it uh, as the Holy Spirit or as Christ in you begins to open up the meaning to the parable. All right? So just like the disciples used to ask Jesus, what does this parable mean? And then Jesus would explain it. So that's essential for us to do. We just have to stop and say, God, Lord, uh, open my eyes so I can see uh, my ears to hear and my mind to perceive and understand what you are teaching here. All right. So now one of the primary parables that Jesus uh, taught was called the parable of the sower, S-O-W-E-R. Uh, this is to sow a seed is to have seed in your hand and to toss it out so it hits the ground. And uh, then if raked and covered with dirt and some rain on it, uh, then that seed begins to produce a plant after its kind, okay? So Jesus taught this parable, it's called the parable of the sower. And he said this sower, or the fella sowing the seed, throwing the seed out, went out to sow it, all right? And he, as he threw the seed out, some of the seed fell on the wayside. And a wayside is on the side of the road 
where the uh, there's been human traffic or uh, animals or whatever walking and it, and it compacts the dirt so it's just hard and compressed and obviously if you throw a seed on that the seed doesn't get under the soil and it's just laying on the top and nothing happens you know and so Jesus said some of it fell on the wayside and immediately the birds of the air come and peck it up and it's gone and he said some of the seed fell on the side of the road where there was some soil and rocks you know but uh, and the seed started to germinate starts growing up but when the heat of the day comes it wilts and it dies and he said some of the seed falls in the bar ditch over on the side and he said, uh, there, the seed germinates, starts coming up, but, but the thorns and the, the vines and all the plants down there uh, choke it out so that it does not bear fruit, all right? But he said, some of the seed falls in good ground, all right? And it produces after itself 30, 60, and 100 fold. Now, the disciples asked Jesus, what does this parable mean? And Jesus said, if you do not understand this parable, how will you understand any parable? All right, now to me, what this means is this is a critical parable and understanding this parable is going to be a key to understanding all parables and much of Scripture. This concept of uh, a seed bears after its kind and that uh, uh, the disciples then you know, asked Jesus, explain this to us. And so Jesus said, the sower, the guy that throws the seed out, is the son of man. The seed is the word of God, and the soil are the hearts of men. All right, let me explain that. Now, what was man made of? He was made of dirt. Now, normally when you throw out seed, you have to have the dirt because that's, that's what is necessary for the seed to grow. You put the seed in the ground and water it and, and uh, fertilize it maybe or whatever, but uh, that is essential uh, for the seed to produce after its kind. Now, mankind uh, was made of the dirt. So Jesus is saying that uh, th that seed that he's talking about there, uh, when it falls into the heart of a man, a person, the man is the, actually the dirt in which the seed grows. All right? and, and so in this parable, we're seeing four different kinds of, of soil. Okay? One is the packed soil on the side of the road. One is the, the rocky soil where the... the you know the dirt is thin and then there's where the where the weeds are in the bar ditch and then there's the good ground all right and he said this represents four different kinds of people or hearts or dirt or soil okay uh, and then he explained that you know the seed that falls on the wayside and the birds come down and peck it away he said these are people who hear the word but Satan comes immediately and takes that seed away, all right? And, and it never germinates, never, never produces anything, all right? Now, let me stop and explain just for a second that uh, the entire kingdom of God operates uh, by the Word of God, and the Word is the seed by which uh, God uh, creates, by which God establishes the kingdom of God in a man in a person and in the earth, okay? Everything is based on the Word. Uh, everything God does is by His spoken Word, all right? So this is why Scripture is so key to us, okay? Uh, that Word of God is actually alive. The Bible says the Word of God is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Uh, 
And so it, it represents literally the life of God. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life to those that find them. So the sower, that's the, the son of man, or it can be any of us. Once you're born again, we go out and sow the seed by preaching the word of God. The word of God is the seed. That's the seed of God. So when we, we do the same thing as Jesus is talking about here, we go out and we teach others the word of God, preach it to others. And uh, as we do so, some of it falls on, you know, the, on the side of the road where the birds come and take it away. And Jesus said the, the bird that takes the seed away represents Satan because God, you know, Satan does not want you to enter the kingdom of God uh, because God is his enemy, all right? So, and, uh, so the, the sower is, is anybody who sows or throws around the seed of the word of God. And it said the soil are the hearts of men. And uh, uh, so this whole parable is all about how God establishes the kingdom of God in the earth and the different kinds of people uh, that receive the seed, and then what happens to that seed after it is sown. All right, now there's another parable. It says that Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a farmer who goes out and sows seed, scatters seed in the ground. Uh, whether he sleeps at night or rises up during the day, all by itself the seed produces after its kind. First the blade, then the ear, and then the full corn in the ear. And the, the parable says the man himself doesn't know how or why it works. He just doesn't understand it. But he does know that if he just gets the seed in the ground, then all by itself, uh, the seed will germinate and produce after itself and eventually produce a crop and multiply it uh, many times. All right. So the, what, what uh, the ultimately comes out is many times what was sown or planted in the ground, all right? And it says the man just has to understand when to put in the sickle to reap the harvest. You and I, uh, what we want is to grow and produce after God's likeness. The Bible says in the book of John, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us full of grace and glory. So the word of God, remember Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life to those that find them. The word of God is God. That's God. And the whole purpose of this creation is for, uh, you know, God to create, let us make man in our image. All right. Now what's amazing, amazing. The Greek word for seed is sperma. Literally, the seed, I'm sorry, the word of God is in a sense God's sperm, okay? And, and when he plants it in a man, okay, through somebody speaking the word to him or reading the word from the Bible, uh, it contains life, just like any seed does, all right? And it will produce after its kind. And so... Uh, it's kind of like Mary. Remember when Mary was uh, visited by an angel Gabriel and uh, this angel told Mary, you are going to have a baby, all right? And uh, he shall be called the Son of God, Emmanuel, God with us, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. You know, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. You know, so 
uh, he was telling Mary that she was going to have this baby, and that baby was going to become the Savior of the world, okay, the Messiah, which was promised throughout the Old Testament. Now, Mary knew enough about the birds and the bees, of course. She said, well, how shall this be? Of course, she's a virgin, virgin. And, and she said, well, how can this be? Because I've not known a man. In other words, nobody has planted a seed in me. So where is this baby going to come from? Okay. Well, the angel Gabriel explains to her, he said, you know, that this prophecy that he had given her was God's word. And remember, God's word is a sperma, a seed. All right. So Mary said, may this be unto me according to thy word. In other words, that word that she heard and she believed it, she received it, she accepted it, that became the seed, all right? And so uh, Angel Gabriel said, you know, when Mary says, may it be unto me according to thy word, Angel Gabriel says, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is going to overshadow you. And therefore that which is conceived in you shall be called the Son of God. So this is a miraculous birth, a virgin birth. You know, Mary receives the seed, she receives the prophecy, which is the sperma, the word of God that gives life, and uh, she believes it. And then the Holy Spirit uh, then comes and brings that seed to life, and that causes the conception of the Son of God in the womb of Mary. Boom, she's pregnant, okay? Now, the same thing actually happens to anybody, any human being that hears the word of God, uh, and we believe it, we receive it, and uh, then the Holy Spirit comes and believes or brings it to life through the power of the, of the Holy Spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit, which is God, that's the Father, uh, he, he wants kids. Remember what this, this is all about? The whole creation, the purpose of the creation is that God wants a family. He wants a family. And, and uh, Jesus is basically the seed by which uh, the whole family of God comes, all right? And uh, so when we receive the Word of God, which is God, which is, you know, Jesus is the Word, all right? And we believe it and uh, confess Jesus, give our life to Jesus, okay? Then the Holy Spirit conceives in us the life of Christ, and you're born again born again. Now there's a scripture that says, we have been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the living and abiding word of God. And uh, so there's two kinds of seeds. Remember, that's what this whole story is about. He said, we're born again, not of corruptible seed. Well, what is the corruptible seed? That's the Adam and Eve that sinned in the garden. All right. And now we're sinners. You know, they were no longer holy. They were no longer in the image of God. And so the Bible, even though God created them in his likeness, now the Bible says that Adam and Eve, after they sinned, they beget sons and daughters after their likeness. So consequently, every single human being ever born on the earth is a sinner. That uh, We have a re rebellious spirit that does not want to obey God's commands, okay? That's the corruptible seed. When we were born the first time, we were born of that corruptible seed, all right? But that's why Jesus said, you must be born again, all right? So I'm going to go back to that scripture again. We have been born again, not of corruptible seed, that's the first Adam, but of incorruptible by the living and abiding word of God.
All right, that's exactly what happened to Mary. We all have to be born again if we're going to enter the kingdom of God. The question is, how did you enter this life? How did you get in here? How did you enter the earth? And, you know, you did it by being born here. All right. Now, the Bible does teach that the visible things, the things that are seen are temporary and are going to pass away. Uh, this is a temporary physical creation. One, one day, it's, God says he's going to destroy it by fire. Why is that? Because it's a corrupt uh, creation. It's full of all kinds of rebelliousness and corruption. And uh, God could not, the holy God could not stand that for eternity. So, but this was part of his plan. And, and, uh, but he said one day, the things that are seen are temporary. They are going to pass away. And the Bible says then God is going to create a new heaven and a new earth in which dwells righteousness. Okay? So how did we get into this creation? You were born here. How do you get into the kingdom of God? Uh, this future kingdom that God is going to have, the kingdom of heaven. All right? You got to be born there. All right? Same thing. The first is a natural birth, a physical birth. The next birth is a spiritual birth. That's why Jesus said, unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the king. I'm sorry, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And you remember Nicodemus said, well, how can a man be born again? Does he have to get into his mother's womb and be born again? And though Jesus said, nope, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Okay, so we're talking a spiritual birth. All right, and that's when the Holy Spirit brings to life the Word of God. That's the living seed. Remember, God's Word is a seed. And when we receive that seed and the Holy Spirit brings it to life, then you are born. That you, now you're at what the Bible calls a new creation. And, and even though you're still down here in a physical body, your spirit man now uh, has been born again into the kingdom of God, all right? Uh, and one day, the things that are seen will pass away. But the things that are not seen, which includes your new, you know, the new you, uh, which is a spirit man, will never pass away, okay? Um, anyway, I know that sounds a little complicated, but this is all about the seed. And it's important for us to kind of meditate on these principles. Uh, there's a handout attached to um, uh, this topic listed in the uh, website. So go there, uh, download that handout, and kind of review these uh, uh, principles. Okay, and like I said, there's uh, this, this concept of seed, remember, as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest uh, will not cease. Okay, there's good seed and there's bad seed. And uh, the, 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 that principle of, of seed time and harvest is a, a very key way to understand uh, the Word of God. All right. Um, there's some interesting Old Testament scriptures. Uh, one of the Old Testament scriptures in Deuteronomy says this, You, will, you shall not sow in your vineyard or in your uh, land different kinds of seed lest the yield of the seed which you have sown and the fruit of your vineyard be defiled. Now, that's kind of a strange statement, okay? But remember, remember, 
Uh, words are seeds. All words are seeds, and they produce after their kind. The seed of the Word of God produces after its kind, which is a good seed. But there's also, remember, the devil came into the Garden of Eden with nothing more than words and caused the fall of all mankind. Basically, uh, he spoke his word to Adam and Eve, or to Eve, I should say, and she was deceived. But the, when she accepted the seed or the words of the devil, she then decided to disobey God, and the fruit of that disobedience was a sinful nature. And she lost her relationship with God and suddenly felt naked and afraid, and she was defiled. And you know why? Because there were two different kinds of seed sown in her. One was the seed of the Word of God, which she had already heard, but then comes the devil, and he begins to speak his words to Eve. She received it. Now we got two different kinds of seed sown in her heart. Remember, she's made of dirt and receives the seed. And guess what? When the evil seed from the devil produced after itself, she was separated from God, became a sinner, and was defiled. All right? So... Uh, Every one of these Old Testament scriptures, remember we said it is, glory, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of kings to search them out. All scripture is a parable, and it's not possible sometimes, or most of the time, even to try to understand it and see what it really means with just our own human intellect. Since the word was given by the Spirit of God, it's only the Spirit of God that can open it up and reveal to us the true meaning, all right? And that's the meaning that actually transforms our lives. Uh, when, when the Holy Spirit suddenly turns the light on, all right, and you begin to see in the Word what God meant for it to say, it could be transformative. Now let me say something that's important. The Bible is not so much for information, but transformation. Let me say that again. The Bible is not so much for information as it is for transformation. The Bible says you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So when we come to the scriptures, all the junk we have in our brains or beliefs that are incorrect, the lies that may be planted there by the devil, which happened in the garden when the devil came in with words that deceived, deceived Eve, Okay, that when we kind of, in a sense, we're going to say this, we've been brainwashed by the devil, but when we come to the kingdom of God and read the Bible, God's going to change the way we think. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So we need to cast away the things that are false, the devil's seed, and receive the word of God, which is truth. The Bible says, thy word is truth and forever settled in heaven, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. Nobody comes to the Father but by me. He said, Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and that truth will set you free. All right, so Scripture is the source of all truth. It is a seed. It is living. Just like a seed, you can look at a, a seed and it doesn't look like there's any life in it. It's just laying there. 
But when you plant it in your heart, watered by the Holy Spirit, my friend, it begins to grow and take root and it will change your life. God bless you. And may the peace of God um, and the grace of God bless your day abundantly. And may your words from now on and forever be seasoned by the grace and the power of God. In Jesus' name, amen.